Welcome to the Outlaw Radio Show. My name is Zach Adams. I pastor a church located just outside of Athens, Georgia. The name of the church is Calvary 316. If you're local, check us out. Our Sunday service is at 1030. You can learn more about the church by visiting our website, which is calvary316.com. I do hope that you stay with me over the next hour or so as we seek to deconstruct the negative perception that the world has of Christians by boldly and brashly discussing today's relevant topics in an honest and genuine way. In order to get a little bit of the housekeeping taken care of before we get to the subject matter of today's episode, one of the most important aspects of our show is a desire to interact with you, the listening audience. It's important to us. Um, We want to connect with you. We want to hear from you. Feedback is always important. If you have any questions about something that's said on this show, if something's said that you want to challenge, an opinion you didn't like, if you have questions or topics that you would like me to unpack in future episodes, literally nothing is off limits. Uh, There are several ways that you can reach me. First email, good old email. Uh, Our website is outlawradio.org. And so if you just type info at outlawradio.org, send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, If you're on Facebook, facebook.com slash the radio outlaw. Easiest way to find us, like us, follow us. Twitter as well at radio underscore outlaw, radio underscore outlaw. We also... Um, Every episode of the Outlaw Radio Show is podcasted. Uh, If you're listening on radio and you can't listen to this episode in its entirety, but the subject matter catches you, but you just can't stay with us because you got to go into the grocery store, you got that crying baby, whatever that happens to be, uh, don't worry, don't fret. Go to the website, outlawradio.org. We have quick links to iTunes, Google Play. Um, Really, our, our podcast is available wherever you listen. Uh, You can listen to this episode in its entirety. Everything we've ever done on the Outlaw Radio Show is podcasted, available for free. One of the hearts behind our show is our desire to get Christians to think critically, honestly. Christianity, the church, we have failed to engage culture and having rational discussions because we don't have these discussions on our own relevant topics. We shy away from them. A lot of our churches today shy away from anything of controversy. That's not the heart of our show. Our show is to tackle big things in an honest and genuine way, but not to to run from controversial topics, issues of abortion or gay marriage, transgenderism, what have you. We talk about all kinds of things on the Outlaw Radio Show. In fact, we really don't want to be pigeonholed into one particular type of of, of theme or subject matter. I think it's what makes our show interesting. From the interviews that we do to the subject matters that are discussed, it's all over the place. I think that's engaging. Again, though, our heart is to get you to think and then to talk and not to be afraid of of not having the answers. It's okay if you don't have the answers. We also want to get you to study, to dig into the Bible on your own, to wade through these issues, you and the scriptures with the Lord and the equipping of the Holy Spirit. To do that, one of the things that has kind of been a constant from the beginning. So just a little backstory. When we were we had recorded a pilot episode, we had pitched it to a couple radio stations, got great feedback, was going to get picked up. Once Josh, his productions, he and I discussing the format, radio is an interesting thing because um, an hour-long show, you got to have room at the top and the bottom of each hour um, for station IDs and whatnot. Um, And so for radio, this show is produced into two segments. But Josh felt like, and I agreed with him, that we needed to have four particular blocks, you know, two sections, four blocks, separating the content with advertisements. I hate the word advertisements because it's really not applicable to our show. Our show is completely free. We don't pay to be on the air, uh, nor are we paid to be on the air. This is 100% just a ministry that God has given us um, that we do, and we're excited about that and the opportunity. But Josh was still adamant that we needed to break up the content to a degree uh, to keep things moving along and fresh. Well, I didn't want to do advertisements, didn't want to sell ad space. So I asked Josh, well, can we give it away? 
And he said, yeah, it's your show. You can do whatever you want. And, and immediately I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to give free advertisement space to blueletterbible.org. And the reason I wanted to do that was because that organization, their website, uh, not only has blessed me incredibly, but it is the best thing on the internet to help you, the listening audience, the Christian, study God's word on your own. I am excited to welcome to the Outlaw Radio Show, Andy Guastafero. Uh, Andy, what is your role with blueletterbible.org and specifically your role kind of within the organization? Sure, uh, Zach. You know, first of all, I just want to let you know how much of a of a privilege it is to be on your show. Um, I enjoyed meeting you last year, and and we we certainly appreciate the support that you've given to Blue Letter Bible. Um, but my uh, to answer your question, my role here at Blue Letter Bible is I, I serve as the chief operating officer. So uh, I, I'm not a technical guy. A lot of people ask if I'm a programmer. I'm not, but um, <laughs> I. I, I <laughs> That is for sure. You don't want me programming code, but um, but I do oversee uh, all of our um, operations here um, in, in all that we do. How long have you been involved with Blue Letter Bible? What's your background by trade? Sure. So uh, you know, I've I, I've been here for full time in a full time capacity for over seven years now in this role. Um, my background in education is is in a uh, kind of the business side of nonprofits, and, and so. Um, that's what I brought into the organization, and uh, they they created this position over seven years and, and asked if I would um, uh, serve in this role, which uh, I gladly did, and I've uh, been blessed ever since. You guys are headquartered where, specifically? Yeah, so we're in Southern California. Uh, we're in uh, Orange County in a city called Lake Forest. For the audience that might not be familiar with blueletterbible.org, uh, if if you, anyone's ever listened to our show at for any length of time, uh, we have a, a a Blue Letter Bible ad. We are big fans. I am personally I use Blue Letter Bible almost every single day for every Bible study prep. I am just for years have been just such a huge fan. So I know a lot about it. But in your words, just for the audience, can you kind of explain what the overarching vision, what the mission is uh, for Blue Letter Bible? The overall vision for the ministry it really is, is to proclaim the gospel of Jesus by making the written word of God available across the globe, and, and, and as simply as that. Um, but, you know, we're, we're very intentional. We, we want, and we have a slogan here, we say, study the written word to know and love the living word, Jesus Christ. And, and so, um, you know, with our vision comes along with the perspective, we, we want to provide study tools that can help people rightly divide the Word of God. And, uh, and, and I want to emphasize that word, rightly, or, or uh, accurately dividing the Word of God. We, um, we, we want to present these tools that are, that are based on sound biblical principles of interpretation, and, and, um, and, and that's the mission, that's the vision that God has given us, and, um, and, and, and we want to provide those tools that really help people understand the Word of God as God intended it to be understood. You mentioned tools. What kind of tools are available? And I guess I should mention that Blue Letter Bible, it's an organization, but it's a website. So what type of tools are available on your website? Sure. And, and let, me, let me just um, take a step back just so, so the listeners understand that. So we, Blue Letter Bible is the ministry. Within Blue Letter Bible, um, we have blueletterbible.org. That's our main website. It's a library of Bible study resources with hundreds of thousands of pages of content. Uh, we also have apps, free free Bible apps, which which have uh, the essential Bible study tools on those apps. And so, uh, so when we're talking about the website, we're talking about the the apps, and we have some other study tools that we could talk about later if you like. But um, those are the main ones, and uh, within those tools. Um, you know, one. I'll, I'll just kind of highlight uh, a couple of the the most popular uh, tools that we have. And, and number one is is we have uh, we offer advanced searches, and, and that's something that um, that I think um, the users really appreciate about the resource. So um, not just searching for a word, but you can search for a phrase. You could you could even maybe you remember a part of the word. You could put a asterisk after that, and it'll search. You know, if you're faith, faithful, faithfully, faithfulness, and in, in those types of advanced searches, and so 
um, that, that's a big tool. I, I call that a study tool that we offer because it helps you to get right into Scripture real quick and find what you're looking for. Um, and it also, you can search Greek and Hebrew and, and some of those things. Um, and so that's on the search side. Uh, and then when it comes to the actual Bible study tools, if you will, themselves, um, really most of our tools, almost all of our tools, are tied directly to Scripture. So if you're on a Bible page, you got, you've got a, a, a tools button to the left of every verse. And when you click on or you tap on that tools button, you're going to have, it, it's going to lay out for you a set of Bible study tools. And, and, and that's going to help you to dig deeper into that verse. Yeah, how many translations do you guys have um, built into the website, the applications? Sure. So, uh, so the translations, we have, we have 14 English. We have one Spanish. Uh, we have two Greek translations, we have the, and we have the uh, Vulgate. If someone's looking to deepen their study of the Bible, so they're listening right now to this episode, to this interview, they're hearing about blueletterbible.org for the very first time. They, they've never heard of it before. Uh, why should they go to the site and bookmark it if, if they're wanting to deepen their study of the Bible? Um, you know, I, I could answer from a practical standpoint as well as a philosophical standpoint. From a practical standpoint, I think diving into those tools that I mentioned, um, it, you know, you just have so much at your fingertips. I mean, this is something, this would be a vast library that you would otherwise have on your shelf, and you have this, you know, vast study library, you know, on your desktop computer, on your laptop, or in the palm of your hand on your phone. And, uh, and so um, certainly that is that is a reason to have a bookmark. But um, but I also want to underscore just who we are, because I think that's important as well with, with who a user might use to study the Bible. And, and, and so we've got, you know, vast amount of Scripture. Um, we've, we've got the fact that it is free to the user, um, and obviously that's, that's a huge benefit. Um, but thirdly, I want to mention that, that we are, as a ministry, we're rooted in, a conservative theological perspective. And so we, we have a, a high view on God's Word. We b- believe in the inerrancy of God's Word. And, um, and, and we want to present materials. We want to present teachers who are theologically conservative. And, and so that's certainly a distinctive of ours that we believe is important for the users to understand. Where did the name Blue Letter Bible originate? Like, what, what does it mean? Yeah, so Blue Letter Bible, um, we've been around, uh, the site launched in 1996, so they started working on it in 1995, and at that time, and by the way, this is like, I think it's probably the, the most popular question anybody ever asked us, <laughs> and <laughs> so everybody wants to know why we got Blue Letter Bible. Uh, so back at that time, if you remember, the, uh, the hyperlinks were all in blue, and so the vision was that, okay, um, how can we use the internet for the glory of God? Well, let's let's put the word of God on the on the internet, and then we'll hyperlink every single word. And then at that time, it had to be blue, and and so they decided blue letter Bible, and then at the time, red letter Bible. So it's kind of a play off of that um, that red red letter Bible um, as well that was going on. That's amazing. Can. can because you took us back to the beginning, can you kind of lay out for us the, the origins of the website, its history, who had the original vision, how it was created? Can you kind of tell us how, how this whole crazy project came together originally? Yeah, sure. So, so the project came together. It, it began with a group of about 10 guys who, like I shared, want, they wanted to see the Internet used for God's glory, and this was, this was back in 1995. So... I'm graduating from high school and just entering in college at that time. And so if you remember just the Internet is just really starting to, to come out for, for public use. And so these guys had a vision to use the Internet for God's glory. And then and two men uh, by the name of Jim Milligan and Frank Rabinovich, they ran with this idea. And right around November of 1995, um, they just started, they started programming out of their homes. And um, started putting, um, you know, just at a very basic level, getting the site launched. And then in in 1996, I think right around March, um, they launched the site under K House. 
which was the ministry of Chuck Missler at that time. So they were housed under K-House uh, in 1996, and they, they began with uh, the KJV, and I think an individual word search uh, within the KJV and the Chuck Smith commentary, and, and that's how it all began. The origins of Blue Letter Bible are really amazing. Can I ask how many people use the site on a consistent basis? Like, what kind of weekly traffic do you guys see? Sure, and um, we've um, we've just we've seen the numbers really go up this year uh, alone. And um, and right now, what we've been seeing the first quarter, we've for just the website, uh, we're at about 1.8 million unique uh, unique users per month, about 16 million page views per month. And uh, and then on the apps, um, over 500,000 more users per month, and, and another I think right around 30 million uh, page calls per month with the apps. And so overall, um, you know, we're looking at around 2.5 million unique users a month and 40, 50 million page views per month. So. You mentioned in, in the original vision, the mission for Blue Letter is to take the written word across the globe. Uh, do you have data? in regards to what the web traffic looks like globally? I'm sure it's primarily the United States, but is that being accomplished? What's the global reach? Um, well, you know, I've, off the top of my head, uh, I believe the numbers are uh, 88% would be English-speaking countries. Uh, the majority is uh, the United States, um, uh, very much so. And so uh, the global reach is we, we would love to see that expand. Um, you know, at this point, we, as, as I said, we, only, we have the, the Spanish translation. We do have um, Spanish materials and content on there as well from David Guzik, from Jay Vernon McGee. They've been, been gracious to give us their materials. And so, um, you know, the, the Spanish side would be uh, a big aim of ours um, to, to – present some materials and a lot more materials in Spanish. And then we've got our eyes, you know, more of a visionary long-term goal. We have our eyes on some of the other big languages that we'd really like. Um, uh, we'd, we'd love to develop some resources um, to address their need at some point, um, hopefully, Lord willing, sooner than later. One of the things that you mentioned earlier, and I find it to be an amazing aspect of Blue Letter Bible, is the fact that it is indeed completely free. Uh, to the user, um, if you get out get out there and you shop for comparable Bible software, it can set you back six seven hundred bucks. So, I have to kind of ask, how are you guys able to make such an incredible resource available without any type of user subscription fee? How is it free? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's free to the user, but it's not uh, it's not free in the sense of there is a, there is a cost to, to operate the site for sure, and so. Uh, the ministry's been blessed. You know, we've, we've been around for over 20 years, and, and the Lord has certainly provided in some wonderful ways. Uh, but, you know, very practically speaking, um, the, the ministry was almost basically fully supported by a foundation, uh, a private foundation, until around 2010 or so. And in, a, in around 2010, we realized that uh, we, we did actually need to pursue a more user-supported model that would be, you know, uh, donations and, and public support. And so uh, in about 2012-2013, um, we started moving in that direction with uh, coming up with a donor relations and development uh, plan to, to address that financial need. And, and, uh, and the users, you know, we're, we're not there yet. We're, we're, we're the, the fully supported by the users. But, um, but over the last several years, we this past year in 2019, um, you know, we hit uh, over 50% of our operational needs were provided by the, the general public support. And, and so um, that was awesome. That was really praiseworthy for us. And so we're continuing to, to move, move in that direction. So kind of recapping, you guys were placed on solid footing with basically an, an endowment um, from a few generous individuals, but that has been transitioning over time to just donations. So as someone supports their church or supports a missionary, you can also support this type of resource being online with a global reach for free. Am, am I summarizing that correctly? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. We would, you know, we would ask if, if Blue Letter Bible has, 
you know, if God has used it in, in your life, um, then we would just ask for the, for the user to prayerfully consider, you know, a gift to support the work that we're doing. I'm going to bring this back up towards the end of the episode, but it's just a very uh, relevant time to kind of insert this. But if someone is moved as they're listening to this, uh, if they are a user of Blue Letter and they just had no idea that this was kind of the, the dynamic at play, what's the best way for them to give? Can you kind of lay that out in, in an easy way? Sure. You know, simply you could go to the website and, and click on the donate button, and, and that will that'll walk a user through uh, what they need to do. So at the top top of the website, there's a bar, and it has a menu of, of items, and, and the last one would be donate. Is Blue Letter Bot, are you, are you a nonprofit? Can't, will they get a tax donation? Tax. We are. Yep. Public, nonprofit public charity. So they're yep. Tax deductible donations in the United States. What kind of manpower does it take to keep a website like yours in operation? I, I'm not uber tech savvy in the sense you and I probably are are on the same page in regards to the the tech end of it all. Um, but at the same time, I. I do recognize quality work and knowing a measure of programming. Um, there's no glitches with the website. The searches are smooth. There's no lag time. I mean, it is a very well-built product. So I imagine there's got to be a lot of manpower uh, to keep it in operation. Could, could you share just a little bit about that? And then also what kind of operating and payroll expenses are necessary to keep Blue Letter Bible on, online? So, uh, so we have, uh, you know, right now we've got about 13 full-time employees or contractors, and uh, another seven or so who, who serve at, a, you know, on a part-time, temporary basis. And so, uh, the workforce is, is, you know, the biggest aspect of of our operational expenses, and um, in the makeup of that, you know, various people serve in different capacities. We do have a number of programmers and IT-related people um, that are needed. Uh, to keep up with what we're doing as well as to uh, expand into other areas. And uh, and so, it, you know, honestly, it, we, we're so blessed by the gifts that God has um, really provided in, in the people that we here, have here at the ministry. Truly, it, it requires a number of uh, people with, with various gifts. And, um, and so, but it, we always feel like we could... Man, if we could only have another programmer or another web designer or something like that, there's always so many projects to do and opportunities. But um, you know, we just want to be thankful and, and, and patient on the Lord as, as He provides for us. Um, our, our budget uh, at this point is, is just over two million dollars a year, and uh, and that includes, of course, the, the workforce. But we've got bandwidth, we've got servers located all over the country, uh, maintenance costs and facilities, and, and all those things that are needed. To run an organization. Going back to just the history of Blue Letter Bible, I feel like we we might have skipped over uh, just the bulk. We we set up the origins. These two gentlemen that had a vision implemented it, and then we kind of rapidly moved to um, current web traffic. Can you kind of just lay out a little bit just of the development, how this really came to be uh, over the course of the last? I guess two decades. Yeah, so it's you know it's it's been, yeah it's it, so yeah to kind of take a step back all the tools that you have on the website now it's it's a combination of significant work over you know over two decades and uh, little by little it has developed into what it is today. Um, but you know after after we launched uh, we then uh, you know brought in commentators such as David Guzik um, early on. And, and we, we put the Treasury of Scripture Knowledge for cross-referencing. That, that was another tool that was added on in the early days. And then uh, a lexicon, a lexicon pages, I should say, uh, were added after that. And then around 1997 or so, we, we began to um, bring in some of the more modern translations like the NKJV, NASB, NIV, NLP, eventually the ESV as well. Uh, right around that time... Um, we started to bring in more uh, Greek and Hebrew resources, and uh, and, and here's an interesting. If I if I just take a second, interesting. It, at least it's fascinating to me as I talk to the founders about the history. Is is that when they were bringing in the Greek and Hebrew resources, there were no Greek and Hebrew fonts to choose from, so they they had really? to figure out. Yeah, so I mean, they're in the days of these guys are trying to figure out. Okay, so how do we present 
Greek and Hebrew resources when we don't have a font to work with. And so, um, so what they did was that they, they basically took every letter of the Greek and Hebrew alphabet and they mapped those images to the letters and so that it could be presented on the Internet. And apparently they were able to do it in, in a way that was, was pretty efficient and that was presented very well. But, um, you know, that's the kind of stuff that they were, these guys were, you know, piloting at that time we take it for granted now because there's you know there's all these different resources out there but uh you know somebody had to figure that stuff stuff out and so that's what these guys were doing and then in uh 97 i think we also started to offer audio content and then um uh 2003 um we uh we started delivering what's called the blue letter bible institute and that's a it's another resource on a different domain uh, offering free Bible courses. That was in 2003. 2009 or so, um, we brought out, uh, we launched the Apple app so uh, so people could have that. And then 20, I think around 2012, the Android app was offered. And then just this year, we um, we developed and, and we launched in testing phase anyways uh, a brand new study resource called Scripture Mark. Yeah, we'll talk about Scripture Mark because I think that's a, a really fascinating tool uh, that you guys are still, I guess, in, in in beta format. Are the are the founders still involved in the organization? Very much so. So that uh, so one founder, Jim Milligan, he serves as our president, and um, and then the other founder uh, serves on the board, and uh, yeah, very very involved still. Is there and you might not be able to answer this. Any of the original code still being used, or just as Things have developed. Things get rewritten, more effective, etc. That's a great question. I, I, yeah, I would have to bring one of the technical guys on. I, I don't <laughs> know. Um, I, you know, I know we we moved to uh, another platform several years ago, and so I, I'm sure there's there's some things that they brought forward with, with some of the work that they did. Well, Andy, there's there are so many questions that I have. Uh, we're running against kind of a hard block here. Um, I'm going to carry you over to the second half of the show. Uh, lots more to ask. Uh, what a cool resource. Again, if you're listening um, and you have no idea what blueletterbible.org is, you've never heard of it, uh, check out the website. It's free. Use it. It will absolutely bless and enhance your study of the Bible. It's, it's a tool. It's not going to do the studying for you, but it'll be a wonderful resource just to help you dig uh, deeper into the written Word of God. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the Outlaw Radio Show. Here's Zach with more about the amazing Bible study resource, blueletterbible.org. Welcome back to the Outlaw Radio Show. I'm joined by Andy Guastafaro, who is the COO of blueletterbible.org. And we're talking about just this wonderful resource. I personally use it. Every single day, most of my friends use it, uh, has done so much to deepen uh, my personal study of God's Word, helping me just to move beyond a cursory reading uh, and deeper into the, uh, the Greek, the languages, the commentaries, the tools. Uh, I should just ask, out of curiosity, what, what is the number one tool that's used uh, by the, the common visitor of blueletterbible.org? Uh, you know, the Bible pages would be number one. Uh, and, and then I'll, and I'll just say the advanced searches and the, the lexical, the, the Greek and Hebrew pages. You asked for one. I'm sorry, I gave you three. You mentioned back when we were talking about just kind of the vision, the mission of Blue Letter Bible, um, you used a, an interesting phrase um, that, that you guys are really committed to presenting a, a conservative um, understanding of the Bible, a conservative uh, approach to the Bible. Um, not very liberal, not very progressive, um, but very probably, I might even use the word orthodoxy um, in the terminology. Could you kind of elaborate on on how that really flows through the DNA um, of your organization? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that is, it really is such a key distinctive for us as a ministry. Um, a lot of people ask, hey, you know, what's the difference between you and whoever? Uh, you know, someone else, uh, another Bible software program, and and th- and this is a biggie for us. You know, and and it, it I like the word you use DNA b- because it really drives everything that we do 
um, in the decisions we make when it comes to the study tools that, that we offer to our users. And, and that is that, um, that, that God has given us his word and that it is completely inerrant and, um, and that, um, that in our desires and ministries that we would um, give you these tools to help you dig deeper so that you might, so that we might, all of us, understand what God intended to, to give to us in his truth, as opposed to um, what I think it might say or what mm. so-and-so thinks it might say. Uh, you know, and, and we need to be careful that, that we're not imposing what we think or what we might even want it to say based upon our opinions or, or whatever experiences and, or circumstances we are in. And, and, so, um, and so we want to make decisions and we want to present these tools that help the user get there. Pardon the expression, but would it be safe to say that you guys are, are full-bore full Bible geeks, Bible nerds? Oh, absolutely. Yep, 100%. So if you're a Bible geek, a Bible nerd, Blue Letter Bible is the place to go uh, just to dig deeper into the Scriptures. Yeah, and, and you know what? I don't want to limit our users in that way because, you know, we have got a range of users from, you know, pastor teachers like yourself to brand new believers who are coming mm -hmm. in and just they just want to understand Scripture. And so, you know, I want to be careful that we, you know, it, you can go very deep with this study, um, but we, but we also, uh, we want to be available and we want to pr provide tools to help new believers begin the scripture in very practical ways, uh, or learn from teachers in very practical ways um, that help them to understand God's word, and, and so. Um, That's a wonderful distinction. Well, and I didn't even think of it in that sense. Um, just because you know, we always personalize, especially in interview. And I personalize when I think of Blue Letter Bible. I I'm going there to go deep. Um, I I'm teaching an expositional study uh, to a congregation of folks, and it, and it enables me to to really dig into uh, the the nuts and bolts of what a passage is saying. But you're absolutely right. I think thinking back to it, the, the what brought me to Blue Letter Bible as opposed to other Bible softwares, was it's, it's, it's ease, it's very easy for the user, and it's very relatable, and um, you don't have to go deep. You can, it's just like even a great place to go if you're wanting just to read the Bible, um, just how orderly it is. Um, so I appreciate you making that distinction. That's very helpful to the audience. Um, Blue Letter Bible, you guys don't have any type of denomination, denominational affiliations, or you guys completely independent from denominations? Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're so we're not affiliated with a denomination, uh, but you know we do have very strong relationships with with ministries as well as churches. Um, you know, as I share that Calvary Chapel in the beginning, um, as well as today, is is very. Uh, you know, we have excellent, strong relationships with with Calvary Chapter pastors and in, in churches as, as well as. Other wonderful ministries, folks like Jay Vernon McGee, is not around, but his ministry very much is, and, and, and so. One of the yeah. cool components of Blue Letter Bible is the treasure trove of commentaries that you guys have on the site. Again, making these things available uh, for free. Um, how are you able to, uh, first, how much information is on there? How many commentaries? Um, and then how are you able to, to, to do that, to get permission for those things? Can you kind of give us a little insight into that aspect of Blue Letter Bible? Yes, yeah, yeah, so we have dozens and dozens of, of commentaries, and, and within the commentaries, some are you know standard commentaries like a Matthew Henry, uh, and others uh, are um, different uh, text um, resources that are given. They're all kind of under that heading, and, and so it's a mix of, uh, of commentaries and, and different other uh, text resources. But, um, yeah, so... What we do is there are a number of commentaries that are uh, publicly available, and so we don't need any special permissions, um, but we, do, we have to do the work of actually getting those commentaries uh, onto the Internet. And, and then for the others, uh, especially for those more recent teachers or, or those teachers who are alive today, um, you know, we develop relationships. And uh, sometimes um, folks offer their material to us, and... 
Other times, especially in the past, in the beginning days, uh, Blue Letter Bible would go out and, um, and, and solicit material. A great illustration of what you're articulating would be David Guzik, who, uh, again, is a friend of our show and a personal friend of, of, of myself. Uh, how did his commentaries, you mentioned he was one of the first, um, how did he get featured on Blue Letter Bible? Well, you know, I, I, I've heard the stories uh, about that, but um, from what I understand, David, he was one of the, one of the earliest commentators on the site. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know exactly what year he came on, but but it was, um, you know, I, I believe it would have been back in the '90s, uh, maybe the late '90s, and uh, and he's just been uh, well. He's on our board now. He's such a blessing to this ministry uh, today. But his his materials ha- have been um, hands down the most popular materials that we offer on the site when it comes to. Um, text commentaries. Uh, our users just absolutely love him, and and the way that he presents his materials and his notes are very easy to read and, and very understandable, and the formatting is, is just wonderful. I want to just unpack a little bit more about the commentaries and and just tying that kind of into the vision of Blue Letter Bible, because naturally and logically, um, all of the content that you guys put on your site. Uh, reflects on your organization, and I think that that's a natural link. Uh, what measures are in place to ensure theological orthodoxy's consistency? Again, the DNA, um, you guys have a very a very particular view on Scripture, and you're wanting to make sure what you're offering substantiates that and is consistent with that. How, how do you reach those t- determinations? Well, within the conservative theological, theological perspective that we have, um, you know, obviously th- there's a range uh, you know, within that, where, uh, and that's just going to come with it, with any study library, and so there's, there's going to be disagreements within that range, and, and so we we allow for that. We don't want to be um, too polarizing within that conservative mm-hmm. theological range, and so um, that's important. It's you know, but 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 we're not. But there's going to be a line that's not going to be crossed um, when it comes to uh, the teachers that we put on the site. So how do you how do you decide? How, like who makes the decision about what Bible teachers? Yeah, so um, so we have so we have a, uh, a board of directors and uh, plurality is plur- plurality of godly leaders who who hold to that perspective um, very deeply, and uh, there's an emphasis on having um, uh, a large pastoral presence on that board, and uh, and these men really are, are tasked with, with guiding uh, the ministry and uh, with the accountability that comes with um, where we stand theologically. For the listening audience, th- there is no uh, pro quo in the sense of someone that comes to you guys and pays to have their materials featured, um, in that sense, cataloged. We're yeah, and and I you know I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Um, we're a ministry, and we have a vision, and we have a mission, and, and so you know we don't look at putting materials up that um, yeah, like you said, that would be one way is if somebody would pay us money to get materials up. And, and the other thing that I think is important to understand is that that we also um, we don't put materials up to get more users. We. You know, we want to put materials up that help our users, um, that bless our users to understand God's Word. Um, and, and so we're not trying to put up, you know, so-and-so, this person or that person, because we think, oh, if we put this person up, then, then our user base is going to explode. And, and we want to be really careful about, about that and really sticking to our vision and our mission. I, I do think it's probably helpful, uh, a helpful question to ask, just to be on the record. You, you guys do feature ads, on the site, I mean, with such a large, a large audience coming on a daily, weekly basis, um, the fact you got to keep the lights on, fifty um, percent based on donations, but there's still fifty percent that's got to come from some some place. Um, you do generate ads, and I would assume those ads also have to fit within the same type of theological prism that you establish, even just for the content that you afford. Absolutely, uh, you know, ad revenue. It, it, it's a very small portion of our revenue. It's not insignificant, but but it is small, and, it, and we're purposeful in that way. 
we could probably earn a lot of money from advertisements, but um, w you know we we've made a a decision, a very intentional decision to to limit our advertising. And uh, advertisers they, they they can't be in disagreement with our statement of faith. And uh, you know we we do um, you know our heart for advertising is we we do hope that we could get advertisers that would bless the users as well. So that would be a win-win situation. Um, but, but we're very careful. We go through a, a, a careful vetting process um, for the advertisers that, that we do allow uh, to be on. But, but we also always, and, and this is on the site, is that you know, we, we really do encourage the users to look deeply into whatever that advertiser is offering and um, to, to make decisions carefully. I love that. So if you're listening and you go to Blue Letter Bible, not only can you trust the, the commentaries you know, that they've been vetted, uh, but also the ads, and I think that that's so refreshing. I love the fact that there's not a lot of ads on there. This tends to bog down websites, but also just to know that if I see something that interests me that I already know that it's been vetted by a group of people I'm already trusting, um, I think that's a wonderful thing. We've got about six minutes left, and I want to make sure that uh, I give you an opportunity to talk uh, just to the audience to share a little bit about some of the updates, the additions that are coming. Uh, in prepping for today's interview, uh, you sent me to scripturemark.org, um, which blew me away. Um, can you explain what this is, how the listeners can use it? Just elaborate just on, on what this function, this, this new tool, uh, really affords the user. Sure, yeah. We are so excited about, about this scripture mark that we, we've been working on it for, for quite some time. And so, so basically what it is, is it's an inductive style uh, um, digital markup Bible study. It's like, okay, what does that mean? So if you think uh, K. Arthur, Precepts Ministries, or think that you, if you were to just print out a chapter or uh, a passage of scripture and you want to get your highlighter out and highlight it and underline it and write notes by it and circle things and put symbols there and, and, and just really dig deeply and in just into the text itself. That's what we're providing and then more uh, through scripture marks. So you can do all of that on your iPad or on your desktop and, uh, and, and save your projects. And, and even share them with other people. Use it personally. Use it as a teaching tool. So, in a nutshell, that's that's what it is. It's at scripturemark.org is kind of the informational site at scripturemark.org, and that that has a you know a lot more information about what it's about. But um, it's you know we're praying that this would be a huge blessing to our user base for sure. For those that uh, don't understand what a, a a beta test is. Could you just take a quick second and, and explain? You guys haven't actually rolled this out. You're still working through some of the kinks. Did, did I get that correct, or is it ready to, to rock and roll? Well, it, you know, it, it's, it's fully launched to the public, um, but it is in beta, meaning that it's in a testing phase. And so with, with any new technology, and, and there's, there's a lot of facets to this, uh, to this resource, um, you want to go through a testing phase and just get all the bugs out and, and different things. And so um, it just basically alerts to the user, hey, user, this is, you know, don't be surprised if something, you know, it breaks or something happens. And if that does happen, please just send us a note so we can know and, and jump on that and, and try to get that fixed right away. Anything else on the horizon that you want to share with the audience about Blue Letter Bible and your organization, what, what's what's coming, what you're praying through? Sure, yeah, so... Um, Appreciate you asking that. We, uh, you know, we're, we're spending a lot of time on improving our, our Greek and Hebrew resources, and so we could use prayer on that. Um, they've been a huge blessing to the users, but but we've seen areas and gaps where where improvement is needed, and so we're spending a lot of time on that. Um, we are we're spending a lot of time on improving our Apple app. Uh, it's it's been very popular. Um, but, um, you know, it, it's in need of some significant improvements. And so um, that's, that's another thing. And then I, the, the last thing I just I, I want to highlight, is su it's super exciting, and it deals with the Blue Letter Bible Institute, which basically right now there's, we offer 14 courses, free online courses. They have tests and quizzes. You don't have to take those if you don't want to, but <laughs> all of that material is offered at blbi.org. And, um, and, but what we, we basically just, uh, we have this huge partnership going on with a, uh, a reputable 
Bible college, an accredited Bible college, and they um, they are giving us 16 courses. Um, they're 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 um, basically producing these courses themselves, and um, and they if you finish their tracks, then they're actually they're going to offer you um, credit towards an undergraduate uh, online wow. degree program, in, um, as well as uh, continuing education units. And so we're totally redesigning the Blue Letter Bible Institute website. Um, we got a new dona- domain for it, study.bible, and that's going to release at the same time. And then we've got this partnership that we are super, super excited about. So Because you guys classify yourself as, as a ministry, and no doubt you are, um, as fellow Christians, as believers, aside from just the most obvious of, of going and, and, and donating of, of our own resources to, to help support this great work that you're doing, uh, how else can the audience um, not just stay in touch with you, maybe via social media, but how else can the, 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 the listening audience come behind you guys, support you, um, and what the vision God has, has given you to, to accomplish? You know, I, I, I can't emphasize enough the importance of prayer. Uh, we need our users' prayer. Uh, we're praying for our users, but, but um, you know, I, I think the last thing the enemy would want is for Blue Letter Bible to exist, to grow, and expand um, because of the mission that he has, has given us um, to get his word and his truth out to the world. And so, um, and so we, we just we covet the prayers of our users more than anything else. You guys are on Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you, we got a YouTube channel as well. So the many ways that the listening audience can connect with Blue Letter Bible. Andy, thank you so much for being on the Outlaw Radio Show. Zach, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Well, you've been listening to the Outlaw Radio Show. If you like what you heard, I want to encourage you to do a few things. First, contact your local Christian radio station and tell them that you're very thankful that they're carrying Outlaw Radio in your community. Trust me, it's a labor of love. These people are not getting wealthy off of radio. They're doing it really as a ministry in the community uh, to share the gospel. The other thing I want you to do, and I want you to pray about, again, blueletterbible.org. I personally, I've mentioned it throughout this show, I'm blessed. Um, My study of God's Word is enhanced deeply in the time that I spend on the site. It used to be that if you were going to do word studies, word searches, you had to have your concordance and your Strong's Dictionary. You had to have a table and all these books laid out and cross-referencing. Studying God's Word was a challenge um, just 15 years ago. And yet Blue Letter Bible as just this online resource, free, makes studying God's Word so much easier. It is a blessing, a tremendous blessing. And, and God has given these guys just a wonderful vision uh, for a tool for the saints to get to know Him through His Word. So whether you're a preacher that's prepping Bible studies using Blue Letter Bible, or whether you're just the the, the, the average Joe believer that that uses the app on their iPhone every morning just to read a section as a devotional. Whatever you, whoever you are, however you use Blue Letter Bible, if it is a blessing to you, I want you to imagine for just a moment if it didn't exist. And what a bummer that would be. And if that strikes you, I just encourage you to go to the website and click the Donate tab and just make an offering. Become a, a faithful giver, a supporter, Don't just take from the site, but give of your resources to ensure that it remains just this wonderful tool that we all can use. Also, I want to encourage you to check out our website, outlawradio.org. From the site, you can access our podcast. It's available on iTunes, Google Play. You can listen to this episode in its entirety. Twitter, at radio underscore outlaw, facebook.com, the radio outlaw. Again, my name is Zach Adams, and I hope you join me this time next week for more of the Outlaw Radio Show. You've been listening to the one and only Outlaw Radio Show with Zach Adams. As mentioned, if you like what you heard, be sure to connect with us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter or check out our website by visiting outlawradio.org. 
To listen again to today's show, access our daily two-minute broadcast or full-length episodes, check out the Outlaw Radio podcast, available on both iTunes and Google Play. Once again, don't forget, we want to hear from you. If you have questions, want to challenge something that was said, or would like to submit topics you'd like to hear Zach discuss on air, you can either email us at info at outlawradio.org or you can leave a voicemail at 678-883-3316. Finally, programs like Outlaw Radio are wonderful tools God can use to change lives. But as with any ministry, there are expenses involved. First, if you're not tithing to your local church, you need to do so. And yet, if God has laid it upon your heart to extend your generosity above and beyond your tithe, we'd ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Outlaw Radio. Every donation ensures this show remains on your local station. To learn how you can become a financial partner, please visit outlawradio.org. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We hope you join us again next week for the Outlaw Radio Show with Zach Adams. Outlaw Radio is a ministry of Calvary 316 in partnership with his productions.